One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hello, and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Keeney, and I'm joined, as always, by Fisher and Krusty. Hello. Hey, everyone. All right, so this week, um, we're going to run through uh, some news, our, our new news section to kick off the show, and then we'll go into AEW, NXT, and then Raw, uh, as we covered day one uh, in a bonus pod, which you can still catch uh, yeah, on your podcast that if you feed there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, we'll start with the news. Um, and, and, and the big news this week is William Regal being released from WWE. Uh, I mean, th- th- I think there was a few uh, from NXT. I know Timothy Thatcher, Danny Birch, uh, Road, Road Dog, Dog got released. Them, yeah, the big uh, names. Scott Armstrong. I think yeah. I, I, I saw a few, but the one a lot of the names I didn't recognize because they're staff members and I, I don't know a lot as much about backstage guys as I do the roster. So, no, um, I actually think um, one of the guys from Diamond Mind got released as well. Yeah, he did. Hideki yeah. Suzuki. Hatchman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Hatchman. Yeah. That's, that's his name. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's a big. Um, He's the only person who's been like on TV that got released, but I know he just kind of stands there, but he hasn't really been used, has he? Not on TV. No, not. No. Not... Well, yeah, yeah. I know he does heard him speak or wrestle, have we? No, I know he does stuff behind the scenes, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is my skid mark. I'm kicking off with with the skid mark of the week, but nice negative way to start in it. It is, but this is well, obviously, when Sean's starting, it's going to come in negative. The shows were so good, I was struggling for a skid mark this week, yeah, and then this news came out yesterday, and I thought, oh, well, this is an easy one because this is William Regal. It's like we were all quite sad about it, weren't we? Yeah, this is a hard one because he he is NXT, isn't he? He is he's been there pretty much the whole time, if not the whole time at NXT. But he's been the guy, he's been, I would say, the perfect GM. He's never been too heel, never been too face. He's always kind of played it down the line, always been fair, always he's never been uh, you know, got too involved like they do on the main roster with some of the GMs. I just think he's been brilliant. And I know he's, he, he does a lot backstage as well, yeah. that we don't see. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the reactions from NXT stars, um, I think I saw Gigi Dolan with like a heartbreak emoji, uh, Cora Jade, th- there's a few on NXT, Gargano. I know he's main roster that. stars as well that came from NXT. Um, yeah, and all of them, of them credit big Regal. Stars. Uh, for, for a lot of that so I think that's a big one what did mm. you guys make of that probably similar well yeah like like you say I can understand them not using him as an on-screen character anymore in NXT 2.0 like they don't need to do that but it's, it's his work behind the scenes is why I don't get why they've released him there's not really a better like coach and mentor for young wrestlers 
And that's proven by the stars that have come out and said said it. Sasha Banks, Becky yeah, Lynch. Uh, Bailey, I saw. Bailey, all the four horsewomen, four horsewomen really. Um, I'm not, I, I haven't seen anything from Charlotte, but I know he did a lot of work with the other three. You know, Sasha Banks said she wouldn't even be in WWE if it wasn't for, for William Regal. And it's a case of uh, a lot of NXT stars as well, the likes of Champo and Gargano and, and all these guys. Um, and he's, you know, he's massive in the recruitment. I know he's done a lot of work on NXT UK as well, because obviously being from, from yeah. here, uh, his son as well wrestles for NXT UK. So there's, it's a massive, it's a massive um, bit of news. He's one person I did not think they would get rid of behind the scenes because his wealth of knowledge is. I mean, he should be in, like I sort of pointed out earlier. He should be in the Hall of Fame, really. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. He should be not just for his work as a as a wrestler, but for everything he's done in NXT and behind the scenes. I think he should it's be, a shame, uh, and I mean, for us, it's um, in a way, for, in, in wrestling terms, it's kind of like a British icon as well. Yeah, he is one of the, oh, absolutely. the sort of greats who's lasted so long. So it is a real shock. And as you say, I, I sort of put him on the level of if you released someone like Paul Heyman, it's big, it's big news. Yes, you haven't seen him on big TV as much, but in terms of what he does behind the scenes and how long he's been around. And I mean, he worked so closely with the likes of Triple H and Shawn Michaels on NXT. And I, I was just considering, it's almost as if when he brought they brought Joe back, it was like the NXT 1.0, if you want to call it that, black and gold brand. It was as, it was like his last hurrah to give it a good grow. And then when Joe was injured, that was kind of like, right, that's done now. Because he was quite heavily in that storyline, wasn't he? And it was really good. Yeah. I was loving it. It's almost like that flopped. They went, right, we want to change the whole thing. But it didn't flop. Joe got injured, which ruined it completely, didn't it? And it's kind of like, right, we're done with you now. I'm wondering if there's more to this. As you say, it seems very odd that they've got rid of him um, from his backstage point of view. I, mm. I guess he's probably on a lot of money. Maybe the negotiations didn't work and he was like, I'm not taking any less or something. We don't know. But it doesn't seem as simple as they didn't want him anymore. Off you go. Um, as you said, he's a great trainer and he's brought some brilliant people through. So, yeah, it's a real shame. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a real one. I mean, I, you kind of mentioned about his last... I mean, was that his last on-screen TV moment? I can't remember him being on... TV since 2.0 he might no, have he been hasn't. but so he, he hasn't been on TV for a while so it's not in that regard if you, if you were thinking about it he hasn't been on TV for a while is there a reason for that um, mm. but yeah it's, but it's like just he's the old school isn't he I guess yeah yeah, yeah I don't, I, it's, it's sad I feel like you know and a lot of people have said this it, it feels like they're going every single part of the old NXT Triple H vision everything about it has been just completely ripped to shreds. Yeah. It feels like the only people who are still there from that era, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, who WWE, I mean, would you even rule out? They Shawn can't Michaels get rid of Triple H. This wouldn't work. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if he walked out, but then what's he going to do? Because he's not going to go over to the rival company and he's Could not you imagine going to start his own promotion. Would be if he did that? I want to see he... him turn up on AW and pedigree Cody and win the TNT title. <laughs> Well, imagine that. It would be insane, but it's just, I feel uh, like it's... I, I wonder, uh, I'd love to know where this is coming from, who's making these decisions. If it's coming from as high as Vince or if Vince just lets people do uh, it. And just well, Nick Khan seems to be the guy who makes a lot of the release decisions and t- budget cuts and talent and all, and all that stuff. But obviously Vince does have a say. You know, it's not... It's such a big that, star to get rid of. I'm sure this wouldn't have been one that was made easy. I, I think this would be done with a heavy heart. And it's, it's just such a shame to start the year 
with this kind of news because this was our skid mark of the year last year. Was I wasn't expecting anything this early. Yeah, I thought maybe like after WrestleMania we might get a few more like we normally do. Yeah, well, if, I didn't it, expect it, yeah. if it was, you know, the wrestler releases they've done, you you know, I can see why they've released Timothy Thatcher because they, they haven't used him. No, uh, although he, at, him at and Danny Birch are being coaching behind. Yeah, yeah, but, Danny Birch, yeah. again, they released Lorcan, they really use him. So a couple of those, like, you know, when people aren't being used and, you know, there's no reason for them to stick around, I think it's actually a good understand thing it in sometimes. NXT as well because the roster's pretty, pretty thick. Yeah, whereas... NXT have got a big roster, yeah. Main... Main, they really shouldn't be releasing people. No, they can't be. They can't be anymore. It's ridiculous. Because no, well, get a couple of injuries or COVID cases. Look, we've seen on Smack. We talked about the SmackDown roster the other day and how thin it is on our special the other the other day. You know, you can't be getting rid of much more talent, um, wrestler wise. I know behind the scenes, I don't know how many staff there are because, you know, I know they hired. They've hired some new people recently, which is probably why they've got you know some people out. Um, but yeah, it just seems very strange. I, I hope Samoa Joe sticks around. He's someone obviously I want to see them keep. I suppose around. on the flip side to it, things have to progress and change. As much as it's like we, we sort of reminisce and we want to hold on to these people, I guess we don't see new things if we keep doing the same thing. And I guess if they're seeing business drop off and viewers, they need to change something. I, I guess. Um, yeah. I understand. I don't, that. I don't want it to happen, but <laughs> I guess if I was looking at it from, from yeah. a different point of view, and that's the only thing I can assume. I mean, they're not going to get rid of stars if they're doing amazingly for no reason, are they? Um, there's got to be a reason. Yeah, there is, and and we'll get onto it later when we get into NXT uh, show this week. But NXT's future is bright, despite them completely, you know, redoing. You know, black and gold is dead, and they've they've completely revamped everything. They have got a lot of big stars coming through in NXT 2.0, um, which we'll get onto a bit later. So it's not all bad, uh, but Regal is a, is a painful one to see go. It's, it's yes, probably the one I was, I was most shocked by of even including last year. Yeah, even including last year's, I think Regal might be the top shock for me uh, when, when I heard it. Um, all right, let's get into AEW. Uh, this was their, was it New Year's Smash, they call it? Or was that last week? I don't know. What it's, I, I think it's, I, I don't know if it's one, I had the name. Maybe it's just a, just a, just a dynamite. But what did you guys want to? Are we starting or, with dynamite? Or well, actually, no, no, yeah, you're right. Let's start with Rampage. Let's start with Rampage. Because I could go straight into my top mark if you want. I, I, I could go from. Yeah, let's go. Let's keep you talking. Skid and then mark, you can be quiet for a while. Yeah. Skid mark, <laughs> straight into top mark. My top mark of this week. Um, <laughs> was the women's street fight on Rampage uh, between Great Penelope Ford and um, the Bunny, the Anna Jay and Ty Conti. And I can't remember the last time I watched a match where my jaw was open for all of it. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, it was just one of the most brutal matches I've seen. And these four women, fair play to them, because this is... They didn't hold back at any point in this match. It was mad. Uh, I thought Penelope Ford in particular stood out to me because she was doing some mad spots, Penelope Ford. I've always rated her in ring. I think yeah. she's been brilliant. Brilliant. Um, and I, again, like there's, I haven't written down all the spots. I mean, maybe you guys will remember a couple. But the ending with um, uh, Anna Jay with, wrapped the barbed wire around her wrist and then did a choke hold on Penelope Ford. 
I mean, that is They do it very gruesome. well, AEW, this sort of match, don't they? Yeah, this they, is the sort they of stuff do. WWE shied away from because it's a bit too brutal, isn't it? But yeah, and I've never been, you know, huge on again. I don't know if this is quite deathmatch, but these kind of really hardcore matches. No, but I this, think we're similar on that. Yeah, this one I just loved every minute of it, and it, it was just the the constant surprise every time something new happened. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this. Oh my god, I can't believe it. And it just, yeah, it just. There were a couple away. of spots I noted down which involved Penelope Ford. One mm. where she was doing the move and the other on a receiving end. So she did the moonsault onto Conti on the table, which actually looked savage because it didn't break the table. Oh, yeah. She yeah, sort yeah, of landed on all of her knees, which I think yeah. hurts more than going through the table because you're yeah, not I getting think it cushion. It's supposed and to then, break, um, isn't it? Yeah. But I guess because they're, they're not as heavy as the men, so it's not always going to be that easy to break. But um, And then there was a pile driver um, on... Penelope Ford off the apron through a table. Um, I'm not sure if Conti did that or if it was Anna Jay. I think it was Conti. I, I think it was Conti, yeah. But it, that was insane. Um, that, that That's so cool. And um, one of those moves, again, I say it all the time, that you look at it and you think, how are they protecting both both um, uh, superstars? So uh, as much as it's dangerous and it's like, oh, my God, we want that because we sort of analyze every little thing now and we, I can't help it. I look at a move and I'm like, oh, I can see his head's clearly off the floor. But that sort of thing is just crazy. And I, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah, that's great. And, you know, sometimes I, I'm not a big fan of too much blood, but I don't know. This match was absolute blood city. It was mad. But it yeah, just bunny seemed, was it, just it just seemed to add to it. Bunny, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only kind of negative I have on that is bunny... Um, I think she bladed, didn't she, where she kind of cut herself because she was down for a while and it was almost like under the ring. She was right by the apron for a while, let down. And then she appeared up and she had blood everywhere. Um, AW uh, love a bit of ketchup, don't they? Yeah, they do. They love but... a bit of ketchup on the face. Yeah, well, every match, match, I think. The blood every match, later, I think. I did. Well, yeah, as well. This may not be the bloodiest, well, this probably was the bloodiest match of the week, even with um, a match on Dynamite. But um, yeah, incredible. I mean, what did you think of it, Fish? Yeah, I was I was just sort of staying quiet and listening to what you said because it was your top mark and that. But um, yeah, I think what what makes this the top mark and what makes it so good is it massively exceeded expectations for me. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't a match where I was like, oh wow, I'm really looking forward to this necessarily. Like I was with that. You're on your own there, then, fish. I mean, I was, <laughs> but we've already they've been feuding for quite a while these teams, and I've sort of criticised it before that the feud just keeps sort of rolling on. Um, but well, this was an amazing way to conclude it, isn't it? Yeah, this has kind of been quite a blood feud so far. Because sometimes you can do, you know, these kind of matches for these kind of matches' sake sometimes. Oh, yeah. This yeah. one had a long-term feud. Again, maybe too long in your eyes. And, you know, maybe it was a bit too long. I thought it was but... okay because on AEW, the thing they do well is they don't have people on every week. They give you like a couple of weeks break before you see it again. Yeah, yeah they, so, they, they, they rotate it fine. But it just, yeah. I was waiting for it to end. It was one of those feuds I was kind of waiting for end. But, you know, I went into it just kind of like expecting a bit of a savage match, but nothing like this. And I wasn't, you know, because I wasn't that into the feud, but by the end of it, I was so into it. And I think that's why it was so great um, for me. It was like you said, the spots, some of the spots were were mad. And I, I thought the finish was absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah. I really think that kind of um, was the perfect finish for it, really. Um, the only thing Barbara I don't like about barbed wire is... You wrap that round your whole arm, it is going to tear your arm to shreds. That's the only thing I don't like about it with barbed wire. It doesn't really work. It's, 
it's going to hurt you more, probably more than the opponent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but, yeah, I suppose we can start pulling the whole thing apart. It's just barbed wire makes me cringe a little bit. Um, yeah, no, I, I, it's I, just I, that I sandwich. Um, so the other thing from Rampage, what it worth a note was we had the TNT title match. Definitely um, worth a note. Which followed this match actually on the show. Um, and Cody defended against Ethan Page, probably the expected result. Um, I mean, I, I don't, don't have too many notes on this. I mean, I've I just... I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a good match. It was a good, it was just kind of a standard TNT defence. I, I honestly think this now is just Cody playing, pulling the string along of when am I going to finally turn... I think he's almost playing into this thing. Like, we all oh, want yeah, him definitely. to turn heel. And he is really playing into it. I think he's doing it on purpose just to really piss us off. Yeah, I and think then, that T-shirt so, they released kind of sums it up, really. Definitely. Yeah. And again, he did the two crossroads and then the pile driver, which is, like, way over the top. Mm. He's, he's showing off. There's promos going all over the place, um, showing how sort of like, amazing he is and this, that, and the other. Um and one thing that wasn't really part of the match, but I, I um, sort of emphasise is how dangerous some of the AEW a- and all of wrestling is. But the burns on Cody's back are still very, very noticeable from yeah. when he went through that table. And that's real. That ain't, they ain't made that up. That is a real burn. Um, yeah, and, and that was like a month ago as well. He did yeah. that. Yeah, at least. That's yeah. lasting. Yeah. Um, um, and so, so he's facing Sammy... On Saturday, so we've got right? another special show. I was confused by this. So yeah, we've got so Rampage it's... on Friday and a Battle about Saturday. Uh, Saturday yeah, yes. Yeah, so I wasn't Friday, sure so. whether this was just a special Rampage. So they're, they're separate. Rampage is Friday. Then we've got yeah, a special Battle. show Saturday. Okay. So yeah. do we have a, a show next Wednesday as well, or yeah. is that? We, yeah, we, we do. do. They announced yeah. some stuff for it. Yeah, we. Do. I was confused. I thought Battle of Belts was going to be like a special Dynamite, but it's not. It's a Saturday show. Um, I think there's only two matches on it. Is that on TBS again? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not a uh, pay-per-view, is it? It's not a premium... I think it's just going to be like a one-hour PLE. Yeah, PLE. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what are your predictions for that? Mine is Sammy winning it back. I don't know about the result, but Cody has to turn heel here. I'm going to say Cody wins, actually. Yeah, honestly, I I can't call it. I don't know. I I just don't see the point of it back. I actually thought then, I was like... I don't think I actually think that now. <laughs> it's one of those. Sammy's like getting beaten that, but... up. Whatever happens, he's getting beaten. He's getting beaten hell out of. Just to like put Cody in a real heelish position. I just think there has to be an angle, like a real big Cody turning heel or something big happening here. Because I don't get why they're fighting again so soon after the last one. Yeah, it's um, unusual, actually. You know, if it was a, if, if it's a clean finish either way, I don't really get why the belt changed. You know, I don't get why Cody would just beat him again clean. I don't know why Sammy would win it back clean. Like, why, doesn't why win, would he have lost he it? Do now? Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of confused on this match being booked. So I assume I assume there's more to this match than than we know. Yeah. At this point. But then I I honestly I was so sure that Cody was turning here on Christmas Day. So, but what do I know? Cody might never turn hill. He might just be. Yeah, we keep saying this every week, don't we? Yeah. He's going to turn hill soon, and it just hasn't happened. So I don't know. Yeah. It, might, it probably will happen at some point, but it might not. It wouldn't surprise me if he just kept going as he is, kind of just be this baby face that everyone hates. Yeah. Um, all right. Let, let's now go into uh, Dynamite. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess the thing to start with is is the opening match. Yeah, of course. The rematch, Hangman and Danielson. What did, <laughs> so what did you make of this, Krusty? This is my top mark of the week. Um, yeah, it was fair. tough to choose a top mark. Uh, I'm not sure if we've said it on the podcast, but we've discussed outside of this. And it's been really difficult to choose a top mark because this week's wrestling has been phenomenal. Yeah, which on and the flip side, that's about day one as well. We did a day yeah. one special. If we had day one as well, I think week, it would have been it? even harder. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really strong for wrestling. Yeah, um, and and difficult to find a skid mark as well. Yeah. Um, so I loved this match. Um, again, big fight feel, and I had a lot of expectations for this because if you recall back to a, a few weeks ago when we had part one, I was quite critical of how long it lasted, the slow spots where Brian was sort of walking around doing not a lot, which I understand why they did that. But this one, it just seemed to flow so nicely. It was, it, it, yes, Brian was doing his sort of heel, winding the crowd up, avoiding um, Paige, but it was like Paige was on point and he had that desperation feel that he had to get it done in the time limit. And I really bought into that. So th- this impressed me even more just because of how much I was disappointed by the last one. I think also compared to a lot of other people, there was a lot of hype about the last match being one of the best ever. And I didn't agree. So I wanted to see that. And I and I thought this was absolutely phenomenal. I, I loved it. Um, sort of started with similar paces before, but it was a lot shorter. It didn't feel like they were just dragging it out. Um, obviously had the playing of Brian playing up to the fact that he wants the judges to choose, but then Paige was like sort of rushing after him and going for some real big moves, uh, sort of desperation moves. Like he went for a moonsault really early on yeah. to the outside. Brian avoided it, which I thought was so clever. I just loved little spots like that. Um, tons of dives, just again, showing that real desperation that I need to get this done. Get back here, you little shit sort of thing yeah. <laughs> as Brian was running away. Um, which I just thought was great. Um, there was an amazing spot outside where they sort of both suplexed each other but landed on their feet and they sort of couldn't get one up on each other. Um, <laughs> really buying into the fact that these two are incredible wrestlers. Um, which one's going to win? No one sort of knows. Um, I just thought it was it was so cool. Um, and then there was a massive... I don't know what the move's actually called, but I've called it a non-release fall-away slam. Uh, what well, he did, he sort of launched him off of the um, top rope, but then like flipped and landed on him. It, oh, yeah, it looked yeah. incredible, whatever yeah. it was, but I didn't really know what to call it. I don't think the commentators told me either. So, um, some 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 big moves, some big moves. I, I thought it was so good um, compared to the last one. It, I was sort of hooked to it the whole way through. Whereas last time, don't I say got hooked. Bored. <laughs> oh gotcha. no, send hook, send hook. <laughs> That's oh. my trigger word. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, what's happened? No, I, I, I agree with you. I think this was better than the first one. Um, I mean, you know, we, we spoke about match of the, the year last year. This is an early one I'm making a note of in because I'll forget about this maybe come December next year. So I'm making yeah, a note because especially as it wasn't on a pay per view. So because yeah, this, this I kind of go through pay per views and look at it and, and don't think of yeah. TV matches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was, it was right that one out. Yeah, it was. And I thought, I actually thought, again, this is another one. I thought the blood added to it. It just seemed, it just seemed so like, like such like a fight. It was so physical. I mm. thought, I thought Danielson looked really cool covered in blood. I don't know why. I just thought he looked great. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> his hair, like he was pouring down his hair. And like, I, I just, I just thought he looked really cool, Danielson. 
And um, he had Hangman in the bell lock for a while towards the end of the match. Yeah. Um, and I genuinely thought, I thought this might be it because Hangman was pouring with blood. And I thought he might just tap it. There's it a couple of great near falls in this How they do like it. Um, and then well. it ended with, with the buckshot, which again is, is protected because buckshot's so cool. Omega didn't kick out of it. Danielson's not kicked out of it. And, you know, last match, uh, Hangman hit it, but it was right at the end of the time limit. Mm. So the buckshot is a protected finisher, which I like. Again, he hit yeah. that um, dead eye as well on the oh, outside that, of the that ring. Was awesome. <sighs> yeah, when he he did it in the last match, I think, but he just can't get him in the ring quick enough. But can it just you... looks so good where he jumps on him and then dead eyes him to the outside. <laughs> it's the same. Can you believe Danielson ever retired with a neck injury? The, 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 the way he gets thrown around on his I neck know. He's just mad. He just goes for hundred percent. You'd think he'd take it take it in the easy route, wouldn't you, for the rest of his career? But I no. felt like he used to in WWE, and I think that's. Why I think I they, wasn't as they wanted him. Him. I think but... they wanted him to. And he did. Whereas now he's like, he's here and he's got a license. I think towards the end of his WWE career, he, he was more unleashed. Like he had really good matches. Mm. When he first came back, I felt like they protected him almost too much. Um, yeah, I feel like... Like Reigns his comeback match, he barely wrestled in it, if you remember rightly. It was like all Shane McMahon. It was a tag yeah. match and it was all Shane. It was stupid the way they booked it to protect Brian. When he didn't, obviously doesn't need it. But anyway, getting to this match, I haven't really said anything yet. Um... I what I love is the way you talk about the the buckshot lariat and how it's protected. I love the way they built to that in this match because he had three attempts at it. The first yeah. one he goes for it, and Brian was so exhausted he just fell to the ground. Oh yeah, that I thought was, was great. really that, great. That was great. Yeah. The second one he goes for it, and then Brian reversed it into a running knee. And that I was thought sick. That, that, that was, was the one for sick. a second. I didn't think the label lock was going to end it, but that I thought might for a second. Mm. That was insane. Um, I love that bit. He won. Obviously, he used that a lot in WWE to win. And mm. I just thought maybe they're gonna. He maybe he's gonna like have a. He used it on. Um, what's that guy? Um, came from New Japan, I think. Suzuki. Um, that's it. He used it on Suzuki to beat him, and they yeah. mentioned that. I love the fact that how quick it is. I love a move that's like bang. You don't see it coming. Exactly. And I thought um, maybe if, if you're gonna have good. Page lose, that's the way. Rather than tapping out, which makes. Yeah. The champion, okay, it puts over the new champ, but I thought, oh, that would have been a bit weird. To have, have like a quick sneaky victory, if you're going to do it, would be the way, mm. even though I didn't ever think really Brian was going to win. But I thought the way they built to the third and then the third Lariat, Buckshot Lariat hits. And obviously once it's hit, you don't kick out. And I think that's what's great about it. I also love the fact that they had the, I know they didn't use them, but I just thought having that announcement of the judges at the start added to the match. Because well, we had the last yeah. time. I actually like that they had them and didn't use them. Yeah. I, I quite like that because if this was WWE, you know, they're getting involved somehow in the finish, aren't they? There's there's some, re- you know, that they, they would play into the decision either way. But I like the kind of, uh, yeah, the, kind of the, the detail of they're there, but we didn't need them. No. Yeah. And I think this match actually as well went the perfect length. I didn't time it. Or anything. I think it's about but half hour. It was, I think it finished 34 minutes into the show, which bearing the intro and the entrances must have been about half an hour, yeah. maybe just under, um, which I think is the perfect amount for a, like a world title, big main event match. Personally, I know yeah. some people like the hour long matches. Some people like 10 minute long matches. I, I, I think this is like the happy medium where you can get like everything, every spot in, you can tell a great story, but it doesn't drag too much. Um, so for me, this again, this was perfect. Complete, completely on board with you there, Fish. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, were you guys surprised that it opened? I mean, it's probably predictable. No, no, because, because last time. You I think they had the full to. Hour. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think they had to, because if you had started it with half an hour to go and you had the judges there, it wouldn't have worked. Um, they yeah. needed to do it from the start to tease that it was going to go to full hour again. And I'd for, rather them do that again. Like we said at day one, we all knew that that match was 15 minutes long. I'd actually love it if they put these big guys on first. So we've no idea what's going on. Yeah. yeah. It does help sometimes, especially with this match, because of how the first match ended, they had to do it like this. Um, and I thought having the other matches, we'll get some later, but obviously you've got title changes on the show made sense to have them towards the end. Um, you know, I've seen a, a, a strong argument for maybe the women's match main event in because it was a new title. Um, yeah. But I actually do understand why they have a match of any event as well. So, but you had three like major matches on well, the show. Mean, so you could have picked any of them really. That, 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 that smells like a segue fish. It is a should segue we, really. Should we, should we move on to the main event? Um, yeah. For me is, is the next biggest thing from the show. I know we had a new title. I will get to that next, but for me, this match was so good. Um, yeah, it was outstanding. Again, it's, it's, it is a match of the night because th- this first match took it, but Jurassic Express um, and the Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express getting their first belts. Um, yeah, it's weird that it's taken Jungle Boy so long to, to get a title. It's weird that Jurassic think. Express have taken this long because they, yeah. they it were feels heavy right, on doesn't it? early I, on. I feel like I feel like it's about the right time for them though. Yeah. I, 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 and the thing is, I thought when I when I saw this was main eventing, I thought, oh, I think there's gonna be a title change. I think there's a reason this is main eventing. Like I I because I thought I thought they'd main event with um the TBS title. Yeah, same but, same. But, but when I saw this, I actually predicted, you know, at the time that there'd, there'd be a title change because of the um placement of it. Um but yeah, it's brilliant. We um Jungle Boy kicked out of the of, of the fear factor, um, which I I thought was I thought that was it, um, and then we had the horrible um, injury at the end to Ray Phoenix, where Luchasaurus choked Sam him through the table, and oh, I mean to be honest with you, I, I watched this this morning, then left for work, and I reckon I was thinking about Ray Phoenix's injury until about lunchtime. It was just on my mind because it was just so gruesome. I saw it at the time. I noticed it quite quickly. And, um, I didn't actually notice it until you mentioned it to uh, me, but I'm and, glad. And I didn't look back on purpose because I. Well, they I showed it on replays. It. They didn't like hide it in the replays. And it is as gruesome yeah. as, as I. It, I think it, I was it, just it, excited it. that he got smashed through a table, but. Yeah. I, well, I was going to mention it on the. Um, I was going to mention it on the news segment, but obviously I knew we'd talk about this match. I thought we were thing but then yeah saw some news today about it and apparently he's, he's badly dislocated it but not broken it which is good I that, guess that's, good that's, that's actually amazing he's not um, amazing. everyone assumed he'd broken his, his arm but he hasn't he's he's badly dislocated it apparently um i'm sure he'll still be out for a bit but it could have been a lot worse by the sound yeah i just it. hope he's okay and I, I mean again silver lining and all this is maybe we get to see a penta singles run if while he's out now, now he's not tag champs and his, his tag partner's out for a little while. Maybe we'll see Penta in the singles division, which I'm I'm all for. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind seeing that, especially he, now he they've lost a, the um, a move I can't say I've seen before, or uh, it called Made in Japan. I thought that was well cool. Penta did that. Um, I'm always fascinated when these guys manage to pull off like a destroyer on Luchasaurus. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I think that, that shows yeah. how good Luchasaurus is because he's taking a lot of that. The Destroyer is a lot of the opponent um, doing the flipping. and He's just an absolute unit. The fact that he can do that, he's so athletic. And then we had that absolutely mental 
Uh, it was a Canadian destroyer by Jungle Boy, I think, where he jumped over the head of Luchasaurus to Ray Phoenix. It was just mad. He, he, he jumped like halfway across the ring and hit a Canadian destroyer. It's really early on. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember it, but I got one. No, no, I do, yeah. I just love that move. I just think it's incredible. But Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix, but they, they all they all are just fantastic wrestlers. But them yeah. two, just magic, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, magic. they are. I, I agree. I think Luchasaurus is a bit underrated. I don't think people really think about him a lot. Um, they always think, I think if Jungle he had Boy, a different but... look, you might be able to push him on his own. I think it's because he's not. Yeah, people don't take him as seriously. Maybe because he's got like the dinosaur gimmick. I, I, yeah. Maybe that doesn't help him. I don't know, but. He is great. Maybe one day he can drop it because eventually Jungle Boy is going to get pushed on its own. I think yeah, this yeah. is sort of a stepping stone because you've got these massive stars at the top to come first. But I think yeah. eventually Jungle Boy will get into that scene. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Jungle Boy as well. He took a lot in this. Uh, there was a couple of near falls on him where I thought the match was going to end and he, he kicked out and I couldn't believe he kicked out. Um, yeah, just really, really good match again. Obviously the injury is unfortunate, but the also, a spot in that right. match we haven't mentioned yet is the fact that the lights went out, which bef- in the match before we'd seen Malachi get yeah, confronted I was going to mention that in a bit. Pros. Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, once I go into that, yeah, that was, um, you know, we, he, he, I think he even teased that someone would come out today. And um, I thought that was a misstep uh, last night. Yeah. And no, um, like twice the lights went out. Once he just went up the <laughs> ramp. And then next time was. Because I thought always oh, they come out during this match because he had a little thing with Lucha Bros before the match, didn't he? And I thought, oh, maybe we're going to see um, something here, but yeah, nothing. I think that's just him teasing, and then that caused a distraction. Yeah. And no, that, 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 that has made me think maybe we'll get to see a Malachi Black v Penta feud. That could be awesome. Can you imagine that? Good. That will be so good. I'd love that. The wrestling there will be insane. Well, I guess the segue well. is that he had that quick match with Pillman Junior, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I was going to just mention on the other match that, um, yeah, there was obviously a Christian at ringside with um, Alex Abrahantes there as well. And kind of when Christian ran, because I think Alex Abrahantes was getting a table, and Christian yeah, kind of ran, mental, him the, the Christian ran him to the backstage. As soon as that kind of happened, I thought a title change was definitely happening because I thought that's the kind of thing that normally happens when uh, the heel kind of manager guy get sent away or chased away by the baby face. Normally that turns the match around in the baby face's favor. Um, yeah. But it's just a, yeah, an extra note. You can, do you want to segue onto Malachi or the women's title or anything else? Or Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. we've, I think we've covered Malachi. I think unless there's anything else. Well, I was, I was just going to say, I think they do these lights out spots way too often. Oh it's yeah. Becoming a bit of an issue. The crowd, the lights go out and the crowd are expecting something like a new because they've done it loads of times where they debut people and have big surprises and then now they keep doing it like nearly every week and nothing happens like it was just Malachi spookily moving to the ramp yeah. which felt like a bit of a WWE style like, it spooky feels a bit like the fiend to, to me yeah exactly like the fiend and then yeah I don't I think they're overdoing it and the crowd like I could hear a few groans when he yeah they were like, oh, it's just hit. Like, and they'd done it a couple of weeks ago and somebody did come out, but it was like somebody was already on the roster and it was like not a big deal at all. Oh, it's, I think it was Sting and Darby Allen, actually. Um, the lights went out and Sting and Darby Allen appeared. And that's great, but like that, that it's not a surprise because it was the people they were feuding with anyway. Rather than like they were doing that before occasionally and it would be surprises. And I think um, that's a thing they need to stop doing because I think it, it's being over, they're overdoing it. 
Yeah, basically. definitely. It's, it's, it's losing its impact now. Yeah, um, that's just a small criticism, but... Um, no, I think it's know, a fair one. I think um, this is a great show overall. And that was just one thing I noticed, and I was like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let, let's move on to the other title match then. And uh, we had a new champ. We were guaranteed a new champ. Um, yeah. What did you make of this one? Again, this is another one where I feel like the outcome was kind of spoiled at the start when he saw Jade's daughter in the ground. Uh, that is exactly the notes I had. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, well, Jade's winning then. And I know I'm you fine. normally do that for like the face rather than the yeah. heel. But even when I saw her, I was like, well, she hasn't brought a kid along, you know. Yeah, you're stuff. not you're not gonna have the heel lose and the heel's kid cry. Like you know I mean you can't you, you you have to have the heel win in that in, in They that did show scenario. her a lot, didn't they? Yeah, I think that's anything they kind mm. of didn't that spoil the result. Yeah, I thought it, there was it, maybe it, still uh, a possibility, but yeah, overall, as soon as that happened, I did write down Jade's like family are at ringside, including their little kid kid so well i think we also saw just just remembered i think we also saw jungle boys family didn't we in the crowds during the main event as well i'm sure they showed those possibly. during the match they, they showed his sister and mum definitely was it after the match or was it before the finish they definitely showed them at the end. it is after the match in the yeah no, yeah after, yeah if, if they showed jade's daughter after the match i mean oh this is a nice moment but they did it at the start of the match like during the entrances yeah it's like well you know but it did it did make me think she was definitely winning because yeah. i wasn't sure before the match yeah. i wasn't no, no, I, I was um, like 50, because Jade's 50. been built up so much, like so much, that I thought maybe this is the opportunity to have her lose, really put over um, Ruby strong as well if she loses. And I thought maybe the interference might backfire because I, I thought there might be some interference in this match, which there was. A Mercedes from yeah. Mercedes and then Thunder Rosa. Um, and I thought maybe that would backfire on Jade and that would cost her, or Mark Sterling would do something that would cost her the match. Um, he got sent to the back, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but in this case, we talked about it earlier with the Hill manager, you know, Alex Abraham has gone away. In this case, uh, didn't didn't mean Jade losing at all. Um, what did you actually think of the actual match? Because I thought it was just okay. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was a little bit of a letdown after the Thunder Rosa absolute sort of extravaganza because I thought that match was so good. It's almost like they peaked early. And I honestly think Ruby struggled a little bit with the size of Jade. There was a few times she was trying to get her in moves, and I just think she's that big that she was really struggling with her, and then some of it looked a bit clumsy. The only thing I actually really noted that was really cool was that massive um, avalanche jaded she did at the end. Yeah, well, that, that was a cool finish. That's also my note, but she actually kind of botched it a little bit. She almost yeah, dropped it wasn't Ruby perfect, as, as she jumped. She nearly dropped her. So that could be another injury. If it, it, but like she, you know, she managed to hold on. But yeah, that was close to being a... Um, unfortunate like just dropping her on her face but, uh... yeah there, there was only one other bit i've got noted down actually and it was a cool there was a cool near fall for ruby where she had like a rally and then a kick and then she got a two count but unfortunately i think it should have been thunder rosa versus um i think it was okay but i don't Jade. think it was um great when we were talking about the other women's match earlier and how like that was a top mark of the week this wasn't really in the conversation at all for me it was just no there. And it's cool to see had though, too much expectation, didn't it? Yeah, it's cool to see Soho and Jade. Um, Jade winning the title. It's great to have the new title there. I think the, the new title was a brilliant idea. Mm. Um, yeah, a mid card. Mid-card, yeah, we've never seen that before in in any wrestling. I haven't seen it in no. Any and that's what WWE promotion. should have done rather than the women's tag division. Yeah, um, they should have done. Yeah, back in I, hindsight. 
I mean, I, I, you know, what do you guys think about them having two pretty dominant heel champions in the women's division? That that's serious. I thought Ruby might win was, you know, to kind of mix it up because yeah, because Jade is very don- dominant. And like you mentioned, Krusty, about Ruby struggling with her size, that might be the case for a couple of the wrestlers on the roster. So she might, you know, struggle to have decent matches. And they just need to choose who they put her up against because, I don't know though, because I think you could have someone like Riho be really good against Jade because she'll play like the quick card and like use a lot of strikes, things like that. Whereas Ruby, it was as if she was trying to grapple with her too much and it, it just wasn't working. But Thunder Rosa managed it. And Thunder Road is not massive. She's just obviously really strong. Um, mm. So I don't know. It's it's one of them, and it? it we'll have to just wait and see. But I think she's going to make a very good champion because I think she's going to be very good on the mic as well. I think it's a good yeah. first champ to have. I think it's it a cool. It's something different. Because um, although, like you say, two dominant heels, they're different. They're dominant in different ways. Britt Baker, yeah, they typical are, yeah. faction sort of cheats to win. Yeah, can wrestle, but you know, is it's more character and faction built. Whereas Jade is just like a big dominant wrestler, which they don't have a lot of, even in the men's side. This is a good really segue for like me, that. actually, when you finished. Yeah, they haven't even really had that on the men's side in terms of champions, really. Not no, like, not for champions. You no. know, not, not on the... I know they had like Miro in the TNT championship, but other than that, like, they haven't had many. A lot of the guys is just the, the best wrestlers. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a different approach and I, I like it. So my segue is actually very quickly again, Wardlow on the card. Um, he's getting so much time now. And I think we're seeing some personality from him. Yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed it this week. He was like, you were seeing some confusion as to whether he was annoyed or not by Sean Spears, but then he was like really enjoying it. And I think it's the first time I've actually seen proper personality come from Wardlow. Um, and I'm actually really looking forward to seeing him move forward. Um, we're going to get this MJF split at some point. Um, but it's nice to actually see him come out with some form of personality rather than just being there with a real angry face. Um, yeah. He was smiling, which was a start. Yeah, it's just him dominantly racking up wins. And what I like about it is you know that eventually, because he's going to go up that leaderboard, he's going to get the title shot before MJF is. And that's going to piss MJF off because yeah. MJF's already told him if he gets a title shot, he has to give it to MJF, or if he gets the title, he has to give it to MJF. By the way, Wardlow um, v Hangman Page would be a great match, by the way. Yeah. I reckon, reckon that would be a great title match. Yeah. Just as a sort of a TV would be match. fantastic on Wardlow, wouldn't it? Mm. And, I, you know, that, I mean, Keeney, have you got anything to say about the Wardlow match? But it's a good segue on to MJF himself. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. We're no, doing no, well yeah. today, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, no, no, sweet one to MJF. <laughs> it's a great segue on to MJF. We're doing because dot the dot. Normally, DQ finishes, we, I particularly hate DQ finishes. If they're going to do a DQ finish, this is how it's done. Well, did you know this was the first one ever in AEW? Yeah, well, finish. apparently it's the second, but one was, it's the first one on Rampage oh, okay. and Dynamite. I, I just saw Tony Khan tweet. Yeah, yeah, saying... there has been one. I might have been on a pay-per-view, actually. There has been one before, one. But yeah, mm. it's the first one on, a, on TV in... Yeah. I think he said 141 dynamites or something like that. He said, but um, it, it, it was done really well. Um, yeah. I loved. I loved. At first, Punk. I was confused. I was like, "Is Punk turning heel?" Like, I got quite he... excited about this because I was like, "Punk, 
PG Punk. I, I was like, and then I realised why he did it, and I was like, oh my god, that's genius. So MJF's got clear. no wins because it's a, the the record starts over. Yeah, zero in 2022, one. and he gets zero. He's got zero for one. I thought that is just perfect, like perfect time to do it because obviously he's got no wins under his belt being the start of the year, and obviously if you're going to do it to anyone, it's got to be MJF. Um, yeah, I thought this was genius. Yeah, hasn't um, he offered up Wardlow to face Punk? Yeah, that, yes. that's what that's on that's Dynamite next week. next week. Yeah, so I is... don't know how they do that. They, I'm interested to see. Surely you can't have Wardlow lose now. I don't think they wrestle. I think Wardlow comes out and refuses to fight uh, MJF's battles and walks away or something. Or you I... MJF interfere and yeah. stop. I just, I, I, I just don't think the match happens next week. I think there's, I think, I think Wardlow, because you know, even you know. I, uh, his match, he kind of ignored um, Sean Spears' instructions because um, mm. Sean Spears, you know, attacked him outside and threw him in for him to just pin him, but he did five power bombs. And so I think Wardlow's <laughs> just great. Yeah, Wardlow's just being defiant. So I think Wardlow might just be, he'll, he'll walk out, the bell will ring, and he'll just walk off and it'll be a, like a count out win or something for Punk. And MJ, I, can't MJ, MJ, I would love to see Punk get like power bombed five. <laughs> Well, yeah, what's the what? thing? I would love to see the crowd's face just just see him get absolutely destroyed. It um, is interesting because I was just talking about Wardlow's winning streak and him possibly going for title before um MJF. Obviously, he if he loses, that's that would that kind of ruin ruins that. that, doesn't it? So I can see Wardlow beating Punk though. It's an interesting one. I don't know how they're gonna get around it, but it's intriguing. Um, this could be an interesting way of Wardlow sort of MJF helping Wardlow win. And then Wardlow gets the title shot and, and MJF's like, oh shit, what <laughs> yeah. have I done? Um, mm. Or yeah. Punk like almost takes the pin or something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't think it's going to be a match as as It's going to be shenanigans. Sh- shenanigans City. Um, what did you make of him on the mic? Because we had another WWE reference here where MJF was saying that he might go over and headline Mania. I loved the MJF reference. Yeah, and, and, then that... Punk, and then Punk was like, go ahead and headline night four of, you know, of, of the extravaganza. And, and I weren't too fired. sure about the Punk bit. I thought that was getting a bit too silly. Yeah, I don't no, know what that, you guys that, think that, that was like, I mean, I found it funny. I always find the WWE funny, vibes but... funny. But, um, uh, unnecessary, but funny. It is, un- it is unnecessary. Uh, I guess it plays right. into MJF's character, though, because he keeps saying he's going to go. and MJF and that, felt so. so real, didn't it? That felt yeah. so real. And, and then the thing about the jibe, about not um, not headlining WrestleMania, that really, that was one of the main reasons why Punk ended up leaving WWE, because he got taken out of the main event um, of WrestleMania. Yeah. That he was meant a headline for The Rock and Cena. Um you know, that was one of the main things he built. He won, He had the title for however many days it was, you know, 400 and whatever it was, days, and then dropped the title to The Rock, wow. just so The Rock could face Cena. So he, that was one of the reasons why he left WWE. So that really w- was a sort of stick it to CM Punk kind of line from MJF. I did love MJF real. stuff. I just yeah. think talking about being released in a jokey sort of way at the moment while they're... While they yeah. are just kicking people out, I mean, literally, have, there were releases that evening, so it's a bit, it's mm. a bit, it's a bit unsensitive, I think. Because yeah, I, mm, I, yes, I, some I of them land on their feet yeah. in AW, but a lot don't. Um, no. I, I, I do think though, like I'm trying, I'm trying to think if this was real, and 
what I like about it is if it, it, it felt real. If MJF and Punk were outside of TV cameras having an argument legitimately backstage, I reckon that's something Punk might say is like a jive yeah. back. So yeah. it felt real, like the 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 back and forth. But I agree, is it was just unnecessary. He didn't need to go there, but. I didn't mind that, actually. The WrestleMania comment, I think, was clever, but I think the release bit was not. Yeah. It's clever, but sh- it, they shouldn't really say it. Um, yeah, it didn't really me. add anything to it. He could have said you could be on the card and you wouldn't main event, you'd be like opening match at a pre-show or something. That would have been fine. Mm. But the release bit didn't really need to be added. As, I mean, uh, yeah. I think we've got another segue, guys, because what do you make of Jay Cutlass being signed to AEW? And he's got a match with Cole on he Rampage. He has, but I've heard of something about him being injured as well. Oh, is he? Oh, um, I'm joking. That's bad luck. That's no, because I saw like, people, um, good luck to, you know, hope Ray Phoenix is okay. And then they, and him as well. And I was like, what's happened to him? I don't know much about it, but I, I don't know if that match is going to go ahead. But I mean, it'll be cool. I think it's a, I mean, it's an under sort of stated sign and it's not a massive star. It goes along with a kind of Tony Nese kind of mold and the Bobby Fish. Well, Bobby oh, Fish. Yeah. Is Bobby right. Fish. Well, is, well, no. Hang on. But, Bobby Fish has got himself yeah, a Bobby again. Fish is fine, but they, they had this spout of, you know, signing Bobby Fishes who were like no ones that they're appearing. And then the last couple have been, well, not couple, but they're Jay Lethal. Who appeared once and we've never that's, seen him again. That's been a, a bad sign. That has been terrible. Just on the way, they, nothing against Jay Lethal, just the way they've not used him at yeah, all. Yeah, he's had one match on TV and never, never mentioned again on TV. Well, he was on the Battle Royal, wasn't he? On, um, and he oh, got eliminated he? first. No, I don't even remember. Yeah, he was yeah. first out, though. He got eliminated yeah. straight away. They had, um, well, again, Tony Nice. He was, when's the last time we saw him other than sitting in the crowd randomly? He was looking like, at someone the other day. I can't remember who. Yeah. yeah. But like a lot of these recent signings feel like, they're just being signed for being signed's sake. And I hope Jake Atlas isn't another one because he's really good in ring, Jake Atlas. I think they use him a lot on dark, don't they? I feel yeah, like, I, yeah, I mean, they're all getting I think, I think they're on. trying to um, take as many NXT signings as possible. It just feels like we beat NXT in the ratings. NXT is, is, is like releasing all their talent. We'll just have them all. <laughs> That's what it feels like. No, it honest. does. It does. Um, although, obviously, some of you must actually want the wrestlers. Um, he hasn't signed every single released NXT star, but it does feel like a lot of them, even some of the ones that haven't signed but have appeared. People like Anthony Green, Marina Shafir's have appeared a couple of times now. Feels oh, like yeah. a lot of NXT people are um who former NXT people are getting uh AEW appearances, which is great for them. But um yeah, I don't know how they can use all of them because Well they can't, can they? There's, there's just too many. No. And if you if I still think there's another big signing or two to come. I mean, Tony Khan tweeted, said something, I think it was in an interview, said he's very close to signing. Um, one of his dream signings or something like that is coming to AEW soon. Um, you know, so that's another big sign. I'm assuming that would be a massive signing. How Who many more could they is? sign? I reckon it's Johnny Gargano, by the way. Jeff Hardy? I, it could be Jeff Hardy, but it could be Jeff Hardy. He, he could be a dream signing. Of course he would be, yeah. I, I've got a feeling it's Johnny Gargano, though, because he's a free agent now. I know Jeff Hardy's been released, but he's got that non-compete still for a while yet. So no, see, I wasn't sure whether Hardy's was different because his contract didn't... I, I thought maybe he just got sacked rather no, than... He still has the 90-day thing. Yeah, Good thing if you get Johnny yeah. is you potentially then get Candice down the road, which would yeah. be a great signing for their women's division. Is she still signed with WWE, Candice? Yeah, and she's obviously... She 
because she's had maternity leave, that'll get added to her contract as well. Because mm. if you're away through injury or, or pregnancy or anything like that, it gets added. She'll get released as soon as she's back. <laughs> she should do. She's, she's bloody I hope she, should, she should be on the main roster, to be honest. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, she's, she's done loads of that. She hasn't been to return or not, I guess. Yeah, it might be a while yet. But yeah, yeah, that's one hell of a segue anyway, by the way. That is, yeah. We're now on to NXT with that segue, unless there's yeah. anything. Is it, do we want to talk about anything else from AEW? I'm just looking at my AEW. The only AEW. thing I wanted to say, but in a positive light, is the main event had a roll-up finish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't even Jungle Boy that. won with a roll-up. But the fact that I forgot about it till I looked at my notes and none, no one else mentioned it is because it is so rare in AEW. And it was actually quite a good one. I appreciate. I actually it think it as well because of Phoenix's injury. Yeah, I think they might have. They might have oh, do you think the they did that on purpose? I think because it's a possibility. Yeah, we seem to have like two or three minutes afterwards. All the tag teams coming out, and it seemed to go on for quite a long time. And I think they they just rushed to finish. I think they said just we just get to the finish. Jungle Boy just pin him, kind of. I think that might have been why. I'm not sure. It might have been a planned finish anyway. But well, well it, maybe they had a planned finish, you know, involving Phoenix. And they just couldn't do it. Because so I was a bit to... surprised when it first had finished in a roll-up. But then I was like, hang on, maybe because of the well, injury. They can just have ra- a positive from me on roll-ups, which is so rare. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's, let's go into NXT, Fisher. What, what yeah. have NXT stood out for you? Well, there was uh, so much. There, New Year's a, Evil. New Year's Evil was a great show this week, I thought. Um, yeah. Overall, um, I thought there were three outstanding matches. And I thought there was a couple of other good ones. Um I might as well go with my top mark. Yeah, the week top mark. is from this show, which is Carmelo Hayes v. Roderick Strong was a hell of a match. Um, I might, to be honest, my top mark might have been and Danielson and uh, Hangman, but I didn't want to have the same top mark. So I thought I'd pick something from this show because it was great. And um, this match opening the show, I just thought it was an absolute classic of an NXT. This was takeover worthy level match. Um, and, you know, Keeney, I've got to say, you've got to put some respect on Roddy Strong's name, man. You've got to do it. He was, very, he, was, he was very good in this match. He was outstanding in this match, he, as, well, he as, was, as he always is in ring. I mean, he was. some of the, I love the strikes on the apron when he was just like battering him and mm. some of the suplexes, backbreakers he was doing. But, uh, you know, I gave, you know, I'm a big Carmelo Hayes fan. I gave him my breakout star of last year on our end of year award show. And, Every time I watch him, he just impresses me more and more. I think he's. I think he. I think he could be this year's breakout star. I think star in the making. Honestly, I mean, he's already won. Really, he's got a unified championship. You know, mm-hmm. he's won the North American and technically the cruiserweight belt unified. Um, he's beaten some pretty decent people already, um, and for me, he's someone who should probably be on NXT for a few more months, just because he's. You need someone of his quality at the moment. I think in ring on there, but I don't think they should wait too long. And I think then they should call him up um, yeah. to the main roster because I think he is ready to go straight into like Intercontinental, United States title, even maybe higher level. I think he's that good. Um, and he's so got charisma as well. as well, isn't he? He's got charisma as well. He's got yeah. Trick with him who also adds to his personality. I don't think Trick's particularly an amazing wrestler, but um, from what I've seen of him, I haven't seen that much. And bring him to the main roster and release him then. Yeah, probably, probably, probably right. Yeah, as long as they don't tag, make them just a tag team. Do you know what I mean? That would, that would be shit. But um, which I could see them doing, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I just thought this match was absolutely brilliant. Um, and I was so into it. I, mean, I don't know if it's because it opened the show as well. Like I was just um, 
you know, when you're, you're hyped for a show and you watch it, and it's the same with the um, Brian and um, Hangman match. It kind of opens the show and it just keeps your interest. Um, but yeah, just loved everything about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I mentioned at the top of the show about it's not bad for NXT because they've got stars being made. And I had two names in mind, and we'll get to the other one in a, you know, in a bit. But Carmelo, he might be the best um, 2.0 guy. I know we'll go on to the other guy soon. And They're very just, different. It depends what you prefer. Yeah, I think all around work. between those two. I think Carmelo's, I, he's incredible. Yeah, significantly he's incredible. better. Yeah, Carmelo but is just. For what WWE are going to push and put C as a star, I think Bron Breaker has everything as well. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, they'll both. I don't think you can compare them. It's no, they're very so, different. They're like I think teams. I think they'll both be top stars. Um, and well, Grayson Waller as well. I think he'll be big. So yeah, I think, I I think, think there's they've... three or four down there that are yeah. really feels a bit like you've got. If I was going to compare them to superstars of the past, I guess sort of level you'd want them to go to. You've almost got a Brock in Braun. Yeah, and you've got um, Shawn Michaels in Carmelo. I was, um, that was the exact two people I was going to say because Shawn Michaels has compared himself to said Carmelo reminds him a lot of himself. He really? sees a lot of yeah. himself. In, yeah, because obviously he's a, his mentor in NXT, and he said that he he reminds him of him. He's in the ring, um, and from Breaker has that sort of. Obviously, like, he's a Steiner, so he reminds you of a Steiner, but he's got that kind of Goldberg. Reminds me a bit of Brock, a bit of Kurt Angle. Yeah, I really can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt, Kurt Angle's the one I, I compare him to personally, but I, I see Brock as well. Yeah. He's just... And a um, bit of Goldberg in the way he moves, and he's like... Yeah. Goldberg, but not Goldberg now. That would be like an insult. Goldberg, <laughs> Goldberg in his 20s. Goldberg when he was spearing people out of their thing, but he's better. Yeah. He, you know, Goldberg wasn't a particular worker, but there's certain bits, things he does... It reminds me of, of Goldberg when he was younger. Um, but yeah, more like Lesnar and, and Kurt Angle, definitely. But yeah, the, there's two stars there that they've got. And if WWE doesn't push them, I'll be really shocked and annoyed because the whole point of the rebranding to 2.0 is to fit main roster stuff. The whole point of this whole thing and why they've got away from the black and gold brand is the black and gold brand, in Vince's eyes, wasn't making ready-made stars for the main roster i mean why mm. he doesn't see that and some of the people i don't know but you know now he's got his hand his fingerprints a little bit on nxt and i think he's he's seeing the talent more and pushing talent more hopefully that means that the likes i know of we struggled with 2.0 but he almost has got it spot on haven't they in terms yeah. of what they're trying to do with it i did feel mm. like this show i know war games potentially as well but this show really felt like kind of like the breakout moment for 2.0 this to me, just felt like, yeah, this is like, this is 2.0 now. This isn't, and I guess it's because, okay, we'll, we'll go into it in a second, but Champa losing the result his belt. Of the main event, yeah, Champa losing his belt. You think this is it now? Like now, now and Strong Breaker losing as well. Is, yeah, is another one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now Breaker is. They're the not going to get champ. rid of him though, surely. No, but the, the fact that they both lost and they're not on the top, you know, kind of show. Yeah. I think Strong will stay at NXT. Yeah, but. They're not going to give him to AEW. That'd just be crazy. No, no. Oh, no. yeah. They'll be keeping on Roger Strong as, as, with, with all they can. <laughs> what what we're going to do with Champions. Um, if you want to segue onto that, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. The uh, main event, Breaker defeats Tommaso Ciampa to become the NXT champion. And for me, this was my match of the night. This was, again, I might write this down as match the extender personally. I loved this match. Um, and I loved everything about it from the entrances where Breaker had the chains on oh. and like on the um, Titan Tron had 
black and gold NXT and it like ripped apart and then he kicked through the big X. Kicked through it. That was so cool. That was such a, well, yeah. That's, and again, this was another one. When that happened, I thought, oh, Breaker's winning this. Uh, he was just one of those women. So I thought, well, Nick, Breaker's got to win the belt now. Um, I thought I thought it before, to honestly, be, before I saw the entrance. But um, yeah, just so good. Um, Champa played his part of this match. was absolutely amazing. Um he hit a not Willow's Bell, the other move he does. Um Fairytale ending. Fairytale ending. Breaker kicked out of that. Yep. Um, and then we ended with um, I don't know if they call it the Steiner recliner. No, they don't. But that's cha- what it is. Yeah, but for <laughs> Champa to tap out, I can't the Champa tapping out too much. Even no. back in his Gargano feud, he would like I think they call it the champion. Did they? I, I can't yeah. what they call it. I've I've wrote Steiner recliner because just that's just because that's the I love that like bulldog he did by the way off the top rope that was cool you never see a bulldog anymore and yeah. he did like a massive one off the top rope it's just such, such a cool classic move he's a which bit again, of a throwback isn't he he's definitely a bit of a throwback he is and I he like has, it did I'm he do it. a suplex on Champer on the announce desk which didn't break oh Alabama which, which, yeah Alabama yeah slam. that would have hurt Champer good yeah that was. The way Champa landed on that looked really—it just made it look really cool. And the way the table broke, so um, cool. It looked great. So cool. It shows how strong he is to be able to do that. And he came down with some real force. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the way, like even little things, like where Breaker wasn't reacting to slaps, where like Champa was slapping him, and he was like laughing it off almost. Um, but then also you had Champa when he was bowing to Breaker when he just like done like an awesome move on him. He's just like, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, both of them just worked so well together. Um, really interested to see what happens with Champa now and Breaker. And uh, we got and times. we got the, the uh, Champa nod to Breaker at the end, as if to yeah. say, all right, this is this is your show now. Like, you know, I'm I'm handing it over to you. That's that's yeah, what it felt it like. It did feel like a real passing the torch. And I think that's why the tap out as well works really well. It does, say, yeah. Saying really earlier about like Hamman losing to Brian, I don't think would have been as good if Hangman tapped out because I don't think Hangman should be tapping out to like the older star. If, if he no. loses the title, it should be like a quick move, like like captures him by surprise. Whereas here, Champa passing the torch, the tap out, the tap out felt like the perfect sort of hand up, hand over, especially if it is Champa's last match in NXT, which I suspect it might be, to be honest. Potentially, yeah. I mean, one thing I want to see come from this is so far on 2.0 they've kind of paired up new guys with old guys. They'd break a champer. They'd Carmelo, Gargano, you know, Roderick Strong, uh, Carmelo, Pete Dunne, D'Angelo. They've kind of always paired up the new guys, uh, Grayson Waller with Gargano for a bit, or um, LA Knight. Oh, where's LA, LA Knight been? Anyway. But I was they, just they, about to say yeah, that. Where's I, LA? I, I, I think he got beaten up, didn't he, in the car park, and that was it. Yeah, but so far, they've always paired up new guys and old guys, and now the old guys are all kind of being, you know, They've, 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 they've brought they've, AJ Styles yeah, in. They've basically <laughs> all conquered the old guys now. So now I want to see like a, a Waller Breaker title feud or something like, you know, or D'Angelo or something. I just want to see a couple of the new guys scroll f- uh, with each other because we haven't really got a few more that. weeks yet. Or like a, well, maybe not a Joe Gacy. Or yeah, I get why they're having the veterans like, well, no, no, yeah. I a think, lot of I them think, are I, quite inexperienced. I think it was but... the right thing to do, but now. Again, we can't now, move past that now, yeah. The, the torch has been passed. I think it's time that we see these guys go head to head. I was just thinking about LA Knight when you said it, and I was hoping, I hope they haven't written them off TV because that's not a good sign. Yeah, Cameron Grimes as well. I should, oh, I think he had a promo. Cameron Grimes said he's coming for gold. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe Cameron Grimes, the 
well, whoever, whoever he faces, whether Carmelo it's Carmelo or Breaker, yeah. He's going to get Carmelo, I think, would make faces. more sense for him rather than the, the top title, but who knows? That would be a good feed on a mic, wouldn't it? Um, Carmelo Gr- uh, Grimes. Um, yeah. I guess the, the other match we have to discuss is Imperium against MSK and Riddle. Well, there's two more, but yeah, that's definitely there, one there, there is two more, yeah, but th- this, I think, is probably the next one. Um, and again, just brilliant. Uh, when we finally got Riddle and Walter in the ring together, I got so excited. I, I was absolutely I was buzzing. worried what you were going to say then. Oh, well, <laughs> so yeah. I, you got <laughs> excited. You I lit got, some birthday candles. I got very them. excited. Very excited about this. And yeah, just watching these two go at it. I want to see these two have a half-hour match. I think I said this last week, but God, Riddle and Walters. I've the already ma- mentioned this before. I, never knew I, I wanted, wanted to see Riddle come back to his old NXT wrestling. And he brought it here. He is so strong. The way yeah. he was throwing Walter yeah, about. Yeah, he threw Walter over his head. Incredible. And it, I got a bit of that spark, which I think is missing on the main roster. He showed he still got it. And yeah, what Walter just, he's just so cool. I, I love him in ring. Um, and you got that Imperium magic as well. Um, yeah. It just worked, didn't it? This whole match just worked so well. I was a little um, bit surprised, actually, by the finish of it. Yeah, yes. I, I actually don't. Agree I thought Walter would would win the match for Imperium. That's what I was expecting, but I, obviously they put Riddle over. But they didn't really need Riddle to win. He's a yeah. main roster star. I, I don't so. really get why Rid like why Riddle got the pin. I don't know why you wouldn't have MSK do their finisher on one of the Imperium guys and set up that, yeah. or or say have Walter win, but Riddle to win with, uh, with an RKO as well. The only the um, only thing that makes me not like I would have thought Imperium would have win one because obviously now that sets up MSK winning uh facing them but they've they're doing the dusky cup which normally means you're number one contenders anyway so and, and msk are in it as well they've said don't yeah they? so i would have just had imperium win and then i don't know i don't know but it doesn't yeah. really matter that much but no i think this was i think this was just a one-off match i don't think you need i you know i was surprised as well i thought they would have msk go over that's that's, that's what i thought would happen um but yeah, I don't think it really. If they brought Walter in though, just for this, then it's a bit of a waste. Well, like, I'm hoping he great. sticks around. I'm hoping yeah, that's I, him I on NXT it. now. And they, the commentators did mention that Walter will be have an eye on the Breaker Champa match, and I was like, I bet he will. <sighs> Walter, I bet Breaker. he will. God, yeah, yeah. That um, that made me think maybe he is sticking around for a while. Um, he's going to do because if I, I, I don't think Walter flies all the way over to the US just to a six man tag that he doesn't even win do you know what i mean I, I i think either he'll be in the royal rumble when he'll get called up to the main roster or he's got to stick around the next day at least for a little while till the next takeover or or something and maybe you can do Walter the breaker at the next takeover but maybe that's too i soon. think if I you bring know. him up to the main roster imperium have to come with him yeah 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 well I if they lost the titles in the, the next takeover or something like that or even before that then um and he came in the rumble then then that'd be fine but uh yeah. I'm just, it's just wishful thinking. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Walter versus like Brock. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, yeah. I wouldn't mind it, is an understatement, actually. I'd like <laughs> it. I, we would love it, but I don't think the main roster audience would be too fussed. I don't no. think he sells himself to that market, unfortunately. I no. think he's more suited to NXT. Yeah, but you watch him in ring. You just, you just let him have four or five matches on Raw or SmackDown where he's just you know, doing what he does. I reckon people would quickly come around to him. 
I, I, yeah, I, 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 just, I really just think he's know. so good. In well, I love him, but I just don't think he'd sell to a main roster audience, unfortunately. It's yeah. difficult. It's difficult. It'd be a hard one. I, I think we would be excited well, and the sort of main, like real heavy wrestling fans would be excited to see him. Others would not understand why he's there, who he is. No, I guess Especially right. as his only main roster appearance is him getting pinned in about two minutes in Survivor Series. Yeah, that, which that, was that, a travesty that, that, that will not be scary. forgotten on this podcast. Yeah, that was a scary. <laughs> if we were doing it then, yeah. that would have been supposed to get marked a year, by the way. You don't yeah. do that to Walter, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Rolled up so something, in two minutes. Something off of Walter. Yeah. Um, just a random segment that I really liked. Um, Von Wagner coming out and then like going mental and just beating up the crowd. I thought that was great. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I it think was, it was just, fun coming across quite good now um I, I want to sort of see more from him i just liked that segment where he just started randomly beating up obviously it's not members of the crowd or we'd have a there'd be some trouble wouldn't there but yeah. <laughs> it was it was still yeah, great I it was it. cool it got me into von Wagner a little bit more should we segue on to the the women's title match because we need to talk about that obviously yeah tyler fasten his seatbelts because some cora jade debating is about to come on right shall i start <laughs> you know what i'm like with cora jade so done Started off, I was pretty, I was impressed that there was, she was actually doing some wrestling for a start. She actually <laughs> started to get a bit more involved. That sounds just so like insulting, really. But. I know, but I, I mean, to be honest, I was impressed she see, did some wrestling. All I see Cora Jade do in previous matches is get beaten up and then win with a roll up. And Wade Barrett was even mentioning multiple times, he said it, mm. um, that she uses this move a lot whenever she went for a roll-up, and she went for a few. Um, so they're sort of playing into it. I think they've realised what they do. But she did quite a mul- multiple Hurricane Ranas. I think it's almost like she's learned or she's been sort of told to do more. But I think she hit about three or four Hurricane Ranas. She tried yeah. again about four or five roll-ups during the match. But on a positive side, I saw some more wrestling. She was going for some strikes and she's also coming out with some personality now. Like she broke up a Gonzalez pin and was sort of quite looking at her quite snide, which I thought was really good and really starting to enjoy that. So she's winning me over. She just needs to do more of this and actually just, just keep using different sort of move sets. Um, but I really think Gonzalez was the star in this match. She looked incredible. She definitely carried the match because I yeah. don't think the other two are top. I mean, none, I don't think any of them are like top, top tier ring workers. But I don't, I think Raquel is definitely the strongest of the three. Um, There's a bit of a pun that you say she carried the match. She carried both of them at one point on her yeah. shoulders. That was yeah. insane. <laughs> Literally what carried. power. Absolute power. Although I hate um, that spot when they are on the turnbuckle waiting and then they jump onto yeah, the they, they do That always on. looks stupid. Yeah, um, it does. But I think it was Corbin was waiting and then she just carried Mandy over and then she's like, oh, I'll get on there as well. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> well, I don't want you two to get away with it. What did you think of Cora then briefly? I So, so my note here was this was her best showing. I, I yeah. thought this was Cora's I best match. I actually don't think it was. I think War Games was her best showing. She, 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 she jumped through fish. a table and then was injured the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but her selling was great. great. Acting, but yeah, her yeah, selling was great in. and then she, her move was great. She didn't wrestle. Here, everything she did was okay. <laughs> but... No, no, I, I thought she was good here. A couple of, let's say, Hulk Miners like, as the spots I've picked out as well, I thought were really good. Um, and again, I know it's a roll up finish, but I like the finish. Cora tried a roll up and got done by Mandy. 
and yes. I, I, I like that. Yeah, that in terms happened. of what Krusty said a minute ago, like yeah. they're playing up to it. They yeah. definitely. Yeah. Cora no, saw the sneak. Raquel was outside the ring. Yeah. It's it's clearly storyline intended. I know. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Cora can wrestle a lot better than what we're seeing. She. This, this, this is a book and this is a storyline. Uh, yeah. The roll ups is a storyline thing. I, I'm hoping this is now. I think it done. is now. And I'm hoping now she, you know, she uses this. You know, we see her next week watching clips back and was like, okay, I need to sort, sort this out. I can't be rolling up because th- this is what happens. I can get done by it. So I'm going to come up with a finisher because at the moment she hasn't even attempted a finisher in, in a whole NXT career. So yeah, I, I'm just hoping now Cora Jade moves on and becomes better um, yeah. in, in matches because you're right. She's, got a personality and i i like her personality yeah just, personality's great her character's great yeah um, i just want to see her have really good matches i wouldn't now. have a problem if she wasn't thrust into the main title scene that's the only thing that's really bugging me i think there's other people that maybe deserve it more yeah kaylee ray that would Kay- that wouldn't roll up every time um it might not be her fault it's the booking as well i'm, I'm going for the booking more than her because i have seen clips of her properly wrestling i just want yeah. to see that um, yeah yeah and she's also very young, isn't she? She's like 21 or something. They're yeah, moulding her whilst she's wrestling, which is fine. But you then don't put that person into a the main title. They might have pushed <laughs> her a little bit too soon. Into the, I think the they thing. have. I think they but should they have just got many, some I think lower card matches. They were trying to think who else to put in there. And they wanted someone fresh in, the, in that scene because they're trying to push all new people. And she Kaylee is fresh. She's very Kaylee Ray a, Fisher. She's, Kaylee she's kind of fresh. But she, yeah, she, I mean... She's fresh to NXT. She is fresh to NXT. Yeah, they could have put her straight into that, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to mention as well that what something that was cool was the entrances. And uh, Andy, <laughs> Andy Rose—that's her, her brother. <laughs> oh, in the Andy helicopter. Rose, uh, coming yeah. out in a helicopter, which Absolutely. I thought was cool. And then Raquel—I mean, she's done it before, but on a motorbike. Um, and then Cora Jade on a skateboard. It's not quite as uh, with a skateboard as big in, time, in, is it? Uh, in a um, under arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, not quite, even riding it. Just quite, quite, not quite as uh, extravagant as the other two, but um, yeah, no, I thought that was. I'm still waiting touch. for the story to progress where Dakota Kai put a table on her. Um, that, that's that, 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 just, that, 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 that was just a one off table on for a spot. Yeah, that was that was weird. That was a weird one. Um, yeah, have you got anything else on that one, Fish, or should we? Uh, let's move on. Yeah, I mean, don't even know I've got, and I haven't really got much on this. It's just uh, a we got some more AJ and Grayson Waller back and forth. I don't think much else was said that hasn't been said before here. Um, you know, he, he, he mentioned Omos again, Waller, um, but there wasn't much else here. Uh, and, and the only kind of thing coming from this is we've got the match next week. Finally, we got them going head to head, AJ and Grayson Waller. Um, I guess, you know, what do you guys reckon is going to happen there? Are, are they just going to have AJ beat Waller or are we going to have AJ come to NXT and lose? I'm really not sure, to be honest. Um, again, it makes sense for the NXT guy to win and the new young talent. That's um, AJ Styles. But it is AJ Styles. I'm wondering but... if you're going to get Waller beat AJ here or AJ beat Waller and then you're going to have a repeat on the main roster. The fact that he's already turned up on on the main show makes me think they want to bring him up quickly. Maybe yeah. he maybe Waller loses to AJ and then he costs AJ the Royal Rumble. Yeah, like, uh, I was going to say the Rumble would be the yeah, opportunity. I'm, I'm, you don't I'm, have I'm to sure call him up. Rumble. 
you don't have to I call someone up from a Rumble appearance. You can have NXT guys in the Rumble and then you can do something there. And that would be in a way to... Um, you could easily make him a mega heel, can't you? By throwing AJ out. Yeah. AJ they did it with, almost with Gargano in NXT. AJ is a huge face in, um, on the main roster. So what a way to get the crowd to start booing Waller instantly. Yeah, and I, I kind of wonder whether we're going to get Waller with Omos. Mm, he mentions not, he, he mentions work. Omos a bit, and I reckon that could be how Waller comes onto the main roster. He could just I wouldn't call him. I him. think it's too way too soon though, really. <laughs> Potentially, I don't know but why they didn't the, put him on though? Well, they they had him appear on Raw, but his reaction he got was like, "I'd love to see him." Have a no one really knew an NXT. First. They didn't, but I think a way of pushing him is to then get him to throw someone big out of the Rumble. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it, it's interesting anyway. I, I've just. I think it's going to be a big talking point for next week, that one, really. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else from NXT. Um, Let's waller on to the main roster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're getting P- Pete Dunne and um, Tony D'Angelo again next week as well, aren't we? And NXT is another thing, one little other thing to mention. Yeah, and, I'm ready um, for that one to end, I'm not going to lie. Sorry. Yeah, and it seems also mm. like we're getting... The debut of Wendy Chu, who used to be Mei Ying, in a six-woman tag. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, be interesting. Per- team up with Persia. Oh, I didn't enjoy well. the... Was her name Tiffany? Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy that. That that was just that That was some poor um, acting. Cringe. Some poor acting back yeah, there, that was. <laughs> none, none of this was particularly good, actually. I no, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do, how they use Wendy Chu. Because her, I think she's going to fall asleep. In her gimmick match. is being tired, so it's, yeah. it seems, seems a weird one to use. In I think she's going to go to tag in, and she's going to like fall asleep. It could be quite fun. I don't know. I think I think we might have like a, fun for a, a couple female of matches, and then it might be a skid mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah see, we'll see how it goes, but it's going to be interesting how that translates to to in Ming. Um, she might just be like really lively. She might come out with like a can of Red Bull and just bounce around everywhere. <laughs> Who knows? Um, well, speaking of bounce around everywhere. Let's go on to Raw. Yep. And Brock Lesnar was bouncing around, weren't he, uh, to kick off the show? He, yeah, uh, well, a... Les, uh, Paul Heyman is back with Lesnar. Do you guys believe it? Do you believe Paul Heyman? I believe oh. Paul Heyman just goes wherever the belt and the money is, and that's what's great about his character. Is, is his this... tan is dodge, I just want to say. <laughs> it is. But is this a... Um, a ruse and Reigns is going to cost Lesnar at Rumble? Maybe. Possibly. Um, I'm trying to think of a way how they're going to get Lesnar and Reigns at Mania. I, that, that's, I, mean, that's, that's, I think that's one way you do it. You have Reigns yeah. cost Lesnar at Rumble. Heyman betrays um, I mean, It's been made very clear Lesnar's going to be on both shows. Um, yeah. And again, breaking news as well. Roman Reigns is definitely back for Smackdown tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that was tweeted out Live, live breaking. So we're going to get Roman. Roman and Brock's feud is continuing, even though Brock is also feuding with Lashley on Raw. So Brock, fair play to him, is pulling double duty at the moment. Finally, he he needs to do some work. The lazy bugger, eh? I don't know how long for. Probably only till the Rumble, I would think. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they get to what because I don't want to. I don't want them to unify the titles if they do Brock v Roman. So if they do do Brock v Roman at Mania. 
I think two you have belts. Brock, I think you have to have Brock lose the title to Lashley, and then do Lashley v somebody else. But I, I'm my only thing about Raw is I was so excited last week about Lashley and Brock at Mania, and I'm excited now because we're getting it at the Rumble. But I would rather they had waited until Mania personally. He either loses it or they ha- or he keeps two belts, and you have Roman with two belts, which could also be cool for a short time. Yeah, yeah, and I thought the the promo here itself from Paul Heyman was really, really good because what it did was it put over particularly Big E. Um, oh, yeah, he, he was needed. very nice up Big E. And I think they needed to yeah. do that because there was quite a lot of people, you know, upset about Big E losing the title, Big E taking the pin, especially in that match. And it kind of, and obviously Big E wasn't, isn't getting a rematch, not immediately anyway, because... I thought he was going to win the four-way, but Lashley wins it. Um, so I yeah, felt like I they needed, I felt like they needed to, um, to big up Big E and make him feel important. And, and they really did do that. So I was pleased to big it up, though. He, um, he absolutely destroyed Seth and KO. He did. Um, yeah. Even ripping Seth, saying that Becky's going to leave him if he can't <laughs> beat Brock Lesnar. And then I was like, hang on, didn't he beat him and He's beat call him himself the Beast Slayer? He's beat him twice. <laughs> I, think we, I think they've forgotten about that. Cashed they? in on his match once as well at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean... Three times, I think, he's beaten him. It just just made me laugh. I did find that segment funny though. Yeah, yeah but it, uh, just it kind come of, out of nowhere. It kind of set up like because obviously he can't. Brock was kind of ripping the heels and bigging up the babyface, or Heyman was. So it was kind of interesting because normally you get obviously Brock's been a face, and Paul Heyman is normally like the heel promo, but this felt like he was. It, it did feel like they're continuing with Brock and Heyman as kind of babyfaces, really, which is interesting. I don't believe Paul Heyman. No, like Fish said, he's going wherever the money is, whoever's the win. I think he's he gonna... is he's playing undercover. He's still with Reigns, he, even think. though he took a monster spear or whatever it was. Yeah, Superman like, punch. That's Superman right. Punch. That's 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 it's part of the show. game. Isn't it? It's all part of the game. You could be right. It's it's that's my prediction. Right. Yeah, that's my prediction. Imagine that's, that's not a prediction. prediction. That's, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Um, but what did you think of the main event then? The fatal four-way we oh, got. Oh, before which... we move on, I just I've oh, got go one more on. line. We, I have we have to mention Brock saying acknowledge me. That I love. Oh it. yeah, that, that was, was cool. that was that was amazing. Good. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, you legend. Brock has but, yeah. been superb since he came back. By the way, absolutely oh, yeah, no, ten so out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, he's been. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So we, let's move on. Yeah. To the the, the fatal, fatal four-way. This was the match we would have got at day one. Yeah, and I think they literally did it as the match we would have got as well. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant and. I was shocked with the result. I didn't think they'd go Lashley, Brock at Rumble. I thought they'd go. I thought it was going to be Big E, definitely. Um, so I was shocked by the result, but like very happy that it happened because I can't wait to see Lashley and Brock. Cannot yeah. wait for that match. Like I said, I had Beast. feelings a little bit because I was. I, I think they should do Lashley and Brock at Mania, but at Big least e, we're getting a match. Big E for the Rumble fish. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, you want to go the, big? <laughs> Yeah, but the match itself was amazing. I mean, the bright um, fighting for the the crowd. KO yeah, that doing was a, cool, wasn't it? KO doing a swanton bomb in uh, off the thing. I mean, oh, that was insane! Yeah, KO. Yeah, that mad. felt like attitude here. That did that. That this whole match felt very S. Yeah, that was very um. Yeah, Hardy Boys back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I love KO. He just he never fails to amaze me. Him and Seth together are absolute gold. I am future world tag team champs, mate. I didn't like KO. Well, not that I didn't like him. I wasn't hot on him for 
quite some time, but now he's sort of coming to this picture. As soon as he goes near Seth, you he's hanging him. out with my <laughs> mate Seth. Anything Seth touches is just amazing. Yeah. So they need to put uh, Veer with Seth then, in that case. Come in. Uh, you, you shouldn't go one pod without mentioning Veer. We have to mention him because this well, is the first time they didn't do a video. Yeah, this was the first Raw since well, that's the draft. Are we going to see a Veer release? Well, to be honest, I think Veer, Big Veer needs to go to SmackDown because SmackDown's got no one there. So. Veer, Veer just needs to go somewhere. He's just going nowhere. Veer just needs to have a match, doesn't he? Yeah. How have we got to Veer? What the yeah, main I know. For sure. I don't know. Just Veer. Sure. Every week we mention Veer. Veer and Hook are like the guys, aren't they? We have to mention them. Uh. Hook and beer and, and Bobby Fish, they get to mention every yeah. single They used to be Mickey James, but that's kind of cooled down now. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what I was saying was, yeah, KO and Seth, absolute gold. I'm loving the fact that they're actually working together, but you've also got that slight mistrust, but not too over the top. Where K- it was quite a funny segment where KO was like, I can trust you, can't I? And then Seth's just like yeah. laughing. Being so, he's so heel. I mean, when you look through, it's difficult to see sometimes just because of how sort of funny he is. But some of the stuff he says is just like crazily heel. I can't exactly, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was about smashing someone's head in or something like that. Mm. Um, again, it's just constant. Um, but them two together, they're just, they're just so funny. Um, One thing I thought was great in this match was um, Rollins got a near fall and to show how much KO and KO believed in his plan, he was celebrating as yeah. Rollins was pinning. Yeah. And I thought KO was going to break the pin up. Yeah, I was surprised. And that was going to be, they were going to sort of, all can they coexist kind I of I love it. I but he love didn't. It. He was full on like celebrating Seth winning. Obviously Seth didn't end up winning, but yeah, I, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, I also thought that what was really cool in this match was Lashley Spearing himself for a barricade right near the beginning. Oh, he hit that with some pace, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he he did not break that run at any point. He was he went faster and faster, just ran what straight a run through Lashley's it. On. You would not want to be stood in front of that. Honestly, uh, I'm telling you now, Lashley is one of my favorite wrestlers in WWE right now. He's like he's, t- he's like monster. top three. I think everything he does is amazing. I've I really this a couple of years ago. Yeah, was, I, I was not big on him at all. Doing an assistance no. thing with the sound. Well, game. even even his weird, you know, when he was with um Leo Rush. Yeah, just like you know, it was all right, but I never thought he was that good. And so now I think he's like, you know, I I think he's going to beat Brock at Rumble. I'm I'm giving away my my, my prediction now. A month in a I'd month. love that. I would yeah. love that. Absolute I, monster. I think Lashley goes to Mania as champ. And I think it works, even though he lost to Goldberg. Goldberg sort of had that son, like family twist on it, where he like really wanted to like when well, he wanted to kill him. Yeah, which yeah we didn't he, like that. He was, he was going to murder him. It, yeah, it made um, it was it was still it works still. He hasn't lost anything, and since then he's been booked so strong over and over and over again. Well, the fact uh, he had a raw where he beat all three of um, Seth. Yeah, KO, I, and I know you know. Uh, some of the wins against Seth and K were, were silly, but he beat all three in one night, which that, that just shows how how big they're booking him. Mm. And like you know, during the uh, day one, when him and Lash, uh, when him and Lesnar went face to face, it felt big time. It felt like yeah. mania main event big in my. That's opinion. why. I would, that's why I'm surprised they didn't. They didn't wait. But yeah, still, I, this, this I match. Thought, I thought like a, it's a dream. It is a dream match. Is yeah. you know, they say the word dream match gets used a little bit too often sometimes, and they're definitely going to open but, it with this, aren't they? At Rumble, um, yeah, quite possibly. I think they'll open with it so then they can put one of them in the Rumble. 
Yeah, uh, uh, that is a good shout. I think it would definitely go on before the, the men's rumble will probably close the show. So it would definitely go on before the men's rumble. Whether the women's rumble opens the show and then they do this match afterwards. I'm excited already. I'm so do you excited. reckon? Do you reckon we'll Hopefully see? Hopefully, we're watching it together as well, which would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon we'll see um, Reigns defend at the rumble? Because I'm not sure we will. Um, There's no one obvious for him to defend against. So, maybe you know, a squash sm- match or something, just maybe, so he's there. You know, yeah, maybe something happens on SmackDown tonight, but you know, yeah, too early to tell. <laughs> I I, oh. I I don't think Reigns defends at Rumble. I think he um I think he just interferes in that match. That that's my prediction on Roman Reigns' Rumble. Poss- quite possibly. I think we'll have yeah, to definitely. discuss that that one next week after we've seen so, a cool yeah. spot for in that match, by the way, that I really loved was KO and Seth. Almost like a shield union. Um power bombing Big E through the um Oh yeah. Through the announce cool. desk. That was cool. Yeah. There's so many good spots in this match. It was awesome. For the TV match, again, great. Again, this is very nearly my top mark, but I knew we were all going to love and big it up. So We have been spoiled this week. We really have. Yeah, we have so many good matches. Wrestling's so good at the moment. It is brilliant. Um, And what else is brilliant is the main event scene um, in the women's division on Raw as well. I I think it's really heated up this week. Yeah. Um, Liv and then Belair came out. And then later on in the show, Dewdrop... Um, got added to the triple threat match uh, for next yeah. week. No, the winner faces Becky. So I'm not quite sure what they do here. I, I think it'll be live again, personally. So do I. I think it will be as well. I, I think Belair, the Becky, should if that's going to happen, should be at Mania. I don't know if they can do that before Mania. I mean, there's no obvious contender for Becky at Mania. The women's title scene's a bit more cloudy than the men's one, I think. There's no like Definitely. standout matches. The return, the key and thing we'll, with the yeah, women we'll, is we'll, who we'll comes back. Returns. Yeah, because um, there's a few, there's a few options there. But yeah, I think the, um, I think it's pretty strong to four women. Like I said, I, I was saying to you guys the other day, I would like to see Rhea Ripley flip thrown into that mix now because she's not really doing anything. Um, well, and another one we saw um, Alexa Bliss's return yes. as well. Should she be thrown into the well? Mix? The, the timing is significant because it's the build-up to the Rumble that she could return at the Rumble. Like they might do a journey to Raw. She might come back on the Raw before the Rumble, announce eventually into the Rumble, win the Rumble. Like you yeah. could easily do that. Like yeah, you could. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's just before the Rumble makes me think they they must have a big plan for Alexa Bliss. Otherwise. What yeah, would really and be the point right now. They made they made it quite clear that she wasn't on Raw next week. It's like no, her, she's on a journey. Her, yeah, her journey. Hopefully to not Raw. with Veer. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully she passes Veer on the way. Don't Veer, please don't be a driver because we'll never see her. And I quite like seeing Alexa Bliss on my TV, so let's not do that. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how she comes back. Whether she comes back, obviously she's not going to be her um, weird character she was before. But whether well, she'll be face or heel, we just don't know. We don't what. know for certain. I don't think she will be that character, but we, I'm not 100 percent sure. You know. Yeah. Well, the last time we saw her, she was crying over her doll being ripped up. So I'm assuming that was. The I would. Like, I hope they just do like um, the goddess bliss. Yeah. Whatever she was called, like her original character um, when she first came into onto SmackDown all them years ago. Um, yeah, that's the one I, who who was you know champion material. She won. I think she's incredible. I I I can never forget the match that she had with Becky Lynch, where she won the title, uh, where Alexa Bliss won the title. Wasn't the that where a person who I always mentioned on the podcast interfered? 
Mickey. I don't think she did. I think she won it fair and square. Oh, okay. That must have been a, they, they, during that feud. She definitely interfered. Um, but yeah, maybe not that match because <laughs> she was dressed up uh, in a luchador today, costume. You are full wasn't of she? it, aren't you? Fish? She was you dressed are, in a luchador costume. You are she? bringing you everybody that. in, aren't you? Yeah, no, just no. It definitely wasn't then. It was way before then. Oh, right, first okay. title reign when she very first won the title. Yeah, um, but, it, but yeah, yeah, great yeah, to I see can't her wait to back. see her wrestle again. Um, I, I'm definitely happy. She, well, I hope she's dropping the fiendish uh, character and I, just comes back I, as a I, good yeah. wrestler. I think I, I I think she is. I think she's been yeah. away for for long enough. Well, it is exciting for the Royal Women's team, like you say. You've got Liv. You've got Belair. Obviously, Becky being the champ, Dewdrop, and then Alexa coming back. Hopefully, Rhea can get pushed into something new soon. Yeah. Um, although the depth isn't massive in the women's division, there's still the top some end really is, top is, end is good, serious but, talent at the top. Yeah. End, yeah. yeah. Um, um, what else from Raw do you guys um, want to mention? I mean, I've got my skid mark, so I don't know if we should move on to that. Yep. There's probably a few other things to mention from Raw, but my skid mark is. Unfortunately, the 24-7 title, I don't want to, you know, go in too hard on it. And I'm not that annoyed because I'm past caring with this title. But um, the use of it the last two weeks has really bugged me. Um, When they first put it on Dana Brooke, I thought, well, I've got an opportunity here to do something a little bit different. Putting, You know, they haven't really had it on a female for like an extended period of time. Mm. And I thought maybe they're going to do some cool stuff. And the first week they did it, they did like... um, some stuff out in the just outside of the arena out in the snow somewhere um and i thought oh that's a different like you know at least a different environment then they did a very similar one the next week where it's basically the same thing just in a slightly different environment with tamina chasing her um and then um the last two weeks we've just had tag matches mixed tag matches um back in the arena not doing anything 24-7 related, but Dana Brooke t- teaming with Reggie to go against Tamina and then R-Truth last week and Akira Tozawa this week, which makes no sense to me whatsoever, really. Um, and just a bit of raw where... I mean, I, I find having the 24-7 title is an opportunity to add something wacky to the show that's a bit different and exciting. But if they're just doing an in-ring mixed tag match that those two minutes... And has no like the lower the lower card wrestlers on it doing just roll ups, then it's it's a complete waste of time and it just it's really pointless now. Yeah, it is, and and we've also you know what where, where do you go from here? The, the problem we've given it to Dana Brooke is other than Tamina, who who can possibly I think Reggie chase rolls her up eventually. Yeah, I, I mean maybe, but you know it's. I, I just I, think that this this whole belt is kind of. I think um, something like is going to happen is, eat something like Dana Brooke's going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble. She's going to get eliminated. Reggie will be ringside or R Truth or somebody, and they'll like quickly pin her and then like something like that. I think that's what it's building to. But it's just maybe. I just they've missed an opportunity again to try and refresh this title and do something different with it. And I thought they might with Dana Brooke, but they haven't at all. Yeah. Um, again, it's not something that it's hard to pick a skid mark this week because there's nothing that's been like offensively bad, but this is just one of them ongoing bugbears that just annoyed me a bit much this week. Yep, that's fair. Good, good skid. Um, what else was there? We had Omos and AJ, their, their match. Um, 
a squash win for Omos, really. Um, I'm just happy that this is ending, really. Yeah, um, not not massive. I, I'm, I'm, I just want AJ Styles to be treated a bit better than being squashed by Omos, personally. I, I just... I, I saw this match as Omos was always going to win. They had a guy kind of pushing and they're going to put over. AJ was always going to put him over. I thought AJ sold the moves here, made, tried to make Omos look great. I don't think he necessarily yeah, no, did, he did make it. Did, yeah. I don't think he necessarily made Omos look good, but he really bumped his ass off trying. Um, <laughs> pumped his ass off. But yeah, and, uh, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree very much. I think, I think AJ did, did do well here, but I just, um, I don't know. I, I just such a big AJ fan. I just want to see him not get squashed. I've just we've just had so long now with him being the guy who takes the beatings in the tag matches and takes the pins. He's too good for it, isn't he? And now he's just going into this feud where he's just going to lose easily, you know, every week. Because you know, and I'm hoping this is it, done and done. But we know it's not because it's Raw's booking. They're going to have more matches, I'm sure, and it's not going to end here. So, yeah, I, I just worry. You know, I just want AJ away from Amos as far as he can get, personally. Yeah, well, I think the feud's over now, but I, I, I thought I that so. it was the right booking to just have Omos win comfortably. I'd rather that than them do a DQ or roll up and continue the feud. I thought Omos just winning clean and um, comfortably was was the right thing for them to do, to be honest, um, and just get away from it. And hopefully, I think Omos is going to get built going into the Rumble. I feel like he's someone that's going to have a good showing because he's huge. He's going to yeah. be someone that they're going to build up until this Rumble. Um, AJ, hopefully, going into Mania, is doing something of note. Um, I would like to see them do like AJ the Edge or something like that. Or uh, oh, now he's a, now he's a face. Is that a segue? Is that a segue fish? We can, well, we can, it can be. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a planned one. I think that's a grand segue to Miz and Edge announcing their um, mixed tag match at um, at the Rumble between Beth Phoenix and Edge. Which we, I mean, uh, we called this so long ago, didn't we? It's a very, we, oh, we I think it's, I think it's a good place for it as well. I think it's the right because I think we'll see all four of these people in the rumble as well. So we'll yeah. see Miz was and it's a good to have Maurice and Beth Phoenix in the women's rumble because the women's roster is so small. So yeah. I think uh, I think this is good booking. Um, Something was interested though that Miz is basically telling Maurice that she's in the match and she didn't look too happy about it. Yeah, so it's interesting to see what's going to happen there. You might get Maurice walk out on the match or something like that mm. halfway through. Again, I, um, I, I I don't believe it. I think I think they're just trying to trick they're playing up Edge. To it again. Yeah, they did this a couple of weeks ago, didn't they? Where Marie slapped him, and walked mm. off. I think it. They were just. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just really is, cynical. It seems too obvious. I mean, it was too obvious the match was going to go ahead. I hope that Miz and Maurice beat Edge and Beth, just because I thought that Miz should have beat Edge, at day one, and I, I said it on the podcast the other day. It just seems too obvious if they just win, then the match comes about, which we predicted over a month ago, I think, when he first came out, and then he win again. Yeah, maybe um, you have Edge and Maurice win, and then in the Rumble, Edge eliminates the Miz, and Maurice eliminate or Beth Phoenix eliminates Maurice. Yeah, that like, could be cool. make, make up for it, yeah. You could do that. It just feels a little bit stale and too obvious. Um, yeah, if they, it is. If they, it is if so they just keep winning. Um, and, I, and I love all superstars in the match. I'm quite looking forward to it. I just I was a bit disappointed when Edge beat Miz. Um, I know there was a reason behind that, but I think it could have been done differently. I, I liked in this promo when Maurice was like, um, if uh, Beth Phoenix was here, I'd punch her in the face. 
And it was so mm-hmm. obvious that Beth was going to come down to the ring. And then at the end of the segment, Beth went to like hit her, but didn't. And Maurice just kind of like flew to the floor. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they're doing that with, with they did that with Miz, didn't they? They did, yeah. It's, um, it's so good. It's quite it good. is good and funny. I just hope they mix up the results slightly so it's not so yeah. obvious. Yeah, one more thing to men- I think was definitely worth mentioning that we haven't mentioned yet was uh, nearly forgot to mention it was the uh, United States Championship match between yes. um, Priest Damon Priest and Zolf- Dolph Ziggler. This was yeah. a really good match. Um, obviously, the main event was definitely the best match on the show, but this was second. I think um, yeah. had a really good. I mean, Dolph Ziggler doesn't have bad matches. Damien Priest hasn't had as many bad matches. The zombie match aside, um, that's not, which wasn't his fault. Um, but yeah, uh, just really, really good. And I liked, I mean, I don't, the stipulation is a bit stupid um, when they make it so that if you get DQ'd, the champion loses because they, they don't normally do that. But I thought they played up to it really well with Robert Roode on the outside yep. with the, you know, with the chair trying to get Priest DQ'd. Priest launched the chair at him and Zig- Ziggler was kind of begging him to hit him. Um, but yeah, I was quite enjoying that. I'm quite enjoying this um, persona that Priest has got. And as you said, they're not overdoing it. He's not just like losing every match by beating everyone up with a chair or something like that. Yeah. Um, and and as just, you said, Ziggler's amazing, isn't he? And, he, and there's a couple of near falls in here where had you believe in and the crowd were into it. Yeah, um, he hit, hit the, the zigzag. zigzag, yeah. Got two. I mean, there's loads of people kick out the zigzag, but for a second, I thought maybe there's a chance they're gonna because the part of me is thinking they might take the title off Priest going into the mania so they can give him something else bigger to do. I think he's even a potential outside bet for the Royal Rumble. I don't think he's probably gonna win it, but you know, they could they yeah. did a similar thing to Lashley where they they you know he had the US title for ages, then they took it off him and put built him into the main event scene. So that was what kind of made me believe Ziggler had a chance of winning. Um but yeah, just a really good match, I thought. Um, and as always with, uh, you know, Priest, he kind of went into his uh, sort of split personality thing and then uh, hit the reckoning and wins that way, which is, I, I, I always like seeing that because he, he yep. it's a protective finisher again, which we don't get enough of in, in particularly in WWE, but even in, in everywhere, really. Yeah. No, uh, just a really good match. Definitely yeah. worth a mention. Definitely. Was there anything else from just the very show? small, nothing huge? But we had obviously um, RK Bro versus Otis and Gable, where Riddle went for an RKO, even though he's been told not to um, by Orton. And then Otis sort of like powerhoused him because it's so hard to hit an RKO on him. And you yeah. can see, really see Randy's frustration, which they're making his... Otis look really good at the moment, which I like. Um, yeah. On the flip side of that, I don't like the champions losing to, to get a title shot which I feel like is the route they're going here. No, that's horrible, yeah. Um, I, I think it's more buying into the fact that, that it's selling the story that Orton is getting annoyed at Riddle. Yeah. That's what I think this is building. And I think we're, um, they're going to get that title switch soon. I can't see them keeping the titles. I think Alpha Academy is the right team to take it off them as well. I really do. They're really good. I think they're yeah. a really good team. I, I would not see mind seeing them being tag champs. Going It'd be fresh, me. wouldn't it? Yeah, they've not had it before. Big heel team, make Otis look good. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'd be all for that. Um, I think it's a good idea. And um, <laughs> interesting promo from Riddle before as well. Um, they've been hanging out with Migos at day one and he kind of yeah, thought he was Eminem all of a sudden. He, caught, he said he got a fish called Swim Shady. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, and that made me laugh. <laughs> um, and he was saying 
my name he, he was doing my name is references as well wasn't he yeah um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he thought he was Eminem for some reason riddle but um that was enjoyable yeah I thought you'd mentioned that one, Keeney, but I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I actually forgot. I brought it up. Um, forgot, yeah, yeah, I put it on my notes because I thought oh, that was a good little bit. Um, and yeah, that's about it from what I think. We've covered most of the show there, I think, to be honest. I think we've covered I just need to mention one thing oh. about me. I didn't have a skid mark this week, and that just shows oh, yeah. how good the wrestling has been. I, I was thinking, and there were some things that I could have said, but I would have just been calling it a skid mark just for the sake of it. So just want to say how The first fantastic. time ever. The first week I of know, no, skid skid mark. Mark. no skid mark. No skid mark from the skid maestro. Um, yeah, I know. Captain it just does mean, though, that I might have two skid marks next week. So <laughs> I might have to tally these up. But just how phenomenal has it been this week? Just so good. Yeah, yeah from, from day one, enjoying day, really enjoyed day one great show rampage yeah. was actually before day one rampage was rampage sometimes it's a bit of a nothing show in nothing much happens and then dynamite's the big show mm. even rampage this week yeah, was two really big good matches on it yeah, yeah. yeah. every show day, this week has been brilliant day yeah. one obviously there wasn't a smackdown which was fine. i could piggyback off of we didn't um, need Keeney's it. <laughs> release of regal definitely mm. that, that is a skid mark to me but to, to think of something unique there just wasn't anything there that that's no i, I clutched at straws with the 24 7 title it didn't even bother me that much yeah well if it wasn't for regal i'd have struggled as well yeah so a real good week i think yeah really yeah that. i say i think every show have it we were lucky to get a day one then a decent raw um new year's evil i thought was a great show for nxt and then dynamite was very strong as well so um yeah, great week. And uh hope we'll be back next more. week, no doubt. Yeah, well, next week we'll have obviously mm. we'll have that Saturday show as well from AEW. So there's three AEW shows next week to talk about. <laughs> It'll be heavy. Um, but I think NXT might be a quieter one. Who knows what SmackDown and Raw are gonna bring? Um yeah. yeah. No big pay-per-views now until the rumble. So hopefully, I mean we'll have some busy weeks, but it won't be manic where we have to do an, an extra pod to fit everything in. Um, and that should that segue on to the uh, the outro, I guess. So yep, yeah. So that'll be it for this week. Um, really enjoyed this show, guys. And um, follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle and on Facebook too. Um, feel free to to join in with our uh, polls, uh, comment on our stuff, send us any um, messages about th- things you want mentioned on the show. And, um, get, and get your thinking caps on for predictions. Yes. Uh, say, so end of the month. We had a pretty good response for the first pay-per-view of the year for day one, but we'd love to get a big amount for the Royal Rumble. I think this is a huge show. Um, so, tell your friends, tell your family. Yeah. And, and tell your pet goldfish. Swim Shady. <laughs> swim Shady. <laughs> get Swim Shady involved. Um, and uh, yeah. So also, you know, if you haven't listened to the day one special yet, it's a really good show. Um, with Tyler on it as well as all, all three of us so listen to that one if you haven't yet um, really good and uh, yeah so follow follow us at Recharge Wrestle follow um, at Rep- Robot Republic underscore is our other parent company for um, gaming news horror um, all sorts of other stuff on there Into the Nerdverse is another podcast from and it keeps them happy when we mention it so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly and uh, yeah, we'll be back. We're, we're, we are going to go recharge our batteries now and we'll see you next week. See you guys. Thank Goodbye. you very much. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.